Welcome everyone to the power of young people to change the world. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm so excited to welcome um, students today from the Singapore International School of Bangkok. Um, if you've been listening to the show, you know this is episode two of amazing young leaders um, from around the world. So I'm so excited to welcome them all today to the show. You know, this podcast is really about how young people um, are using their power, their passion, their voice to make a better world for all of us. Um, it's about providing young people to share an opportunity to share their stories and how they're affecting change in their communities. So get get ready. Welcome with me, Gui, Zern, Karan, and Mia. Guys, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here. Um, before, before we take a deep dive into all the great work you're doing, I'd love to learn more about each of you. So I'm going to ask you to introduce yourself, share a little bit about you. Um, so um, uh, Gui, let's start with you. Hello, dear fellas a Southeast Asian ordinary dude with an obsession over gardening and aquascaping who goes by the name of Gui slash Gabby. That's more of an alias here. Before I continue, I would like to express my deepest gratitude to everyone who made this chance of telling about my experience on service learning possible. Without further ado, let's get to know a little bit more about the person behind the mics, shall we? As of now, I am currently 15 years old, studying grade nine within the border of SISB Tonbury. Ever since I was a child, I've always had a fond interest in arts and humanities, which probably fuel my love and passion for service of all kind. No matter what we're working on, I believe the smallest participation could change the world for the better. I couldn't agree more, Gooey. It's so great to have you here. Um, Zern, would you mind introducing yourself? Yes, sure. Hi, everyone. My name is Zern. Now I'm 15. I'm currently studying in SISB, Singapore International School of Bangkok. I have a really big interest in film industry. I love with the movies and drama since I was young. And now I'm trying to improve my skill and learn, learning more about making video stuff. And I think now social media is a powerful tool to sharing some things, to um, promoting something. So I feel like I can use my skills and also improving my skills through the video and media with a service learning. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so yeah. much, Zern. I can't wait to learn more. Um, Karan, can we hear from you? Yeah. yeah. Um, a very good evening to Ms. Mears and all my audiences. I would, firstly, I'd like to take this moment to thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak about my service learning experience on this podcast. It is an honor to have this chance to share my story and insights with our audience. I am Karn Anand, 14-year-old boy who is enthusiastic and passionate about life. Currently, I'm in grade eight in SISB Tambury. I am an Indian and I have four members in my family, including me. My mother is a teacher by profession in the same school. And my father is an engineer working as a project manager here in Bangkok. I have a brother. 
his name is Rohan And here in Bangkok. And he's also studying in the same school as me and he's in primary four. Well, about me, I am a curious and empathetic person who loves to spend time with family and friends. I love playing basketball and always looking for new ways to challenge myself physically. I also love to explore and try new things such as coding or photography. That's all, thank you. Ah, uh, thank you so much, Karan. It's wonderful to meet you. Um, and finally, um, definitely not least, um, I want to welcome Mia. Mia, can you share a little bit about you? Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Kontranaksa Chichitranan, though I either go by Mia or Dapo. Think of Dapo as more of like a name I prefer. I am currently at learning at SISB Tonbury. Though I am only 13 years old and I am very honored to be in this podcast. My hobbies include reading and drawing. I have a huge knack for um, arts and design. I hope that, and I genuinely hope that more people will be able to do service work for others in the future. And my wish is to make more people willing to help others, not for their own gain, but for many others too. For people to be more careless about what other people might think of them and achieve their goals without the need to care about society's standards. Thank you so much, Mia. That was beautiful. So I'm, I'm going to come back to you, Gui, um, and ask if you can share a little bit of history about your service learning work and kind of when and why did it start? So for me, the journey of service has st ever, uh, started ever since I was in my early years of middle school, perhaps even before that. I remember I was a part of Boy Scouts, and that's when I'm first introduced to my first ever local service trip. I recall going to a Buddhist temple, sweeping the floor there in the early morning, cleaning out the dishes, and seeing locals gathering for breakfast there. It was the moment where I began to fall in love with what I did, and ever since, I made it as a part of my life. I also took part in a tree planting project, which has not only brought me closer to my, you know, botanical study interests, but also allowed me to meet people who are passionate about saving the earth in one way or another. Best to say, I'm deeply moved by them. After years flown, flew by, I have left my freshest school to join my current one. However, my passion for, for service has never faded. Although in those past years, I have not been really engaged into or contributing into much service. That's changed one, uh, these words came out of one of my seniors mouth at the school. So the words are as follows. Here's the thing. We want to start like a council for doing community service and stuff. Are you interested? Best to conclude, I accepted the invite without any hesitation, which brings us here to this very moment, talking about service learning and our latest trip. So far, we've quite, we have done quite a bit of project together as a council, mainly the trip to Bansamayai, which has really brought my perspective on service to another level. I have the chance to see and interact with people who are not as, as privileged as us during the trip, I've seen both the children and the teachers joy of just of us being there. That moment alone like propels me to like believe that in despite of this world, there's still hope. There's something that I can do to contribute. And of course, 
my love and motivation for service doesn't just come from schools and the people I've met along my journey, but also from somewhere closer, especially from my parents. Like I remember like being a small child, my mother would sign like our family for community service work, whether it's like picking up trash by the streets of Bangkok or playing music for charity and like many other stuff. Like she really likes to push like this idea of being compassionate and like helping people to me. But I would, yeah, I would be lying if I said that that's the only reason for my enthusiasm because like my mother would, as I said, would also like to teach me and my siblings the importance of helping people out regardless of their position or their uh, stances or their place in a society. I really have to thank her for that because like without that, I wouldn't really adopt these traits from her. But I would like to also thank my seniors, my friends, uh, people that I've met along the way, and most importantly, my lovely advisor for making me the person I am today. If not because of their influence, my journey on service learning will be much more difficult. Thank you so much, Gui. Um, I love that um, it was other students from the Council for Community Service that um, got you to join and that it was really the values of, and passion for service came from from your from your mother. That's that's really beautiful. And it really speaks to how important the role of parents are when it comes to um, instilling those values um, into into our young people so that they want to make a difference in the world. Thank you for sharing that story. Stern, um, I'd love to hear from you about how you got started and why why this work is important to you. So at first, I was uh, I was doing a lot of service learning before in my old school because they're, they're actually quite as learning school they provide us an opportunity to go helping people do some charity and then when i got here in sisb about uh well two years ago and then not in when when i came to grade nine uh one of the students start uh the service learning council in SISB so I was like yeah why not <laughs> because it's also <laughs> fun fun stuff to join and also helping out people so uh we just started and this is like one of the first projects that we will we will be doing so I think like it is a, a good strong start for us to like to catch this project and it's for me it's really important because uh at the same time, I also starting to practice my filming skills and videograph, and I want to be a videographer. So I feel like it would be great if I use those skills and use my passion to help it with service learning. Yeah. And this is really a important task because I also making the video as a school name. So everything uh, should be like, uh, so serious and making the best quality of the video for them. That's awesome. I love that you're connecting your own personal passion for, um, for video, um, with, with the work that you're doing with the service learnings, um, 
uh, council. Um, that's really exciting because when we can connect, it does become fun, which is what you said. You said it was, it was like fun. So why not? Right. So that's awesome. Um, Karan, could you tell us about your experience and kind of what you're doing? Uh, yeah, sure. I'd love to. So the We Give We Share program as a service learning project is a lifetime experience for me. In our school, many subjects are taught, which inspires us to be a leader, a scholar, and a global citizen. This service learning experience is enabled and has enabled me to connect with what is being learned in the classroom to the real world experience in the community. With the help of students, parents, and teachers, we were able to raise enough funds to have equipment for the science lab, renovate the sports field, paint the walls of toilets, buy some sports gear, and most importantly, to build a system of clean and running water. We donated some stationery, some snacks, played some games, and spent quality time with them. In my opinion, I feel that it is all about learning and collaborating with people at the same time, which is more fun because it's real. And when we know that what we do empowers other people and makes them happy in a way that retains their dignity, that makes me happy as well. And we reflect on what we do as individuals. And as a team, we value what we do and strive to do better. When we were at Bansamaya Ibora School to collaborate and work with these children, I did not expect that I would be exposed to the real meaning of happiness and pursuit. These children were so lively and frolic that even with the bare minimum resources and facilities, they were able to embark on a quest to fill their lives with a sense of purpose. I got to learn in different ways and not just out of the books. I got to do things that were fun and important. I got to really see what was happening about the issues and not just listen, not just listen to somebody talk about it. I started to realize how complex and interconnected things really are and how someone can follow the footsteps and take it to the next level and really change the world that we want to live in. I must say that doing this service learning project has taught me a lot about how other kids around the world live in different conditions. I am very lucky to have shelter, food, education, and other facilities as, as this is a chance to see and serve what I can really do. Last but not the least, I want to confess that yes, I had a once in a lifetime opportunity that I did not miss and this experience I will always cherish. Thank you. That, <clears throat> thank you so much, Karan. I have to go back to something you said. You said when we know that what we do empowers other people and makes them happy in a way that retains their dignity, that makes me happy too. Um, that is so, it's such an important thing for us to understand. Um, and, and it speaks to how the work that you guys are doing through these service learning experiences is about like partnering with the community um, that it's not um, that you're that you see the value um, that they have and that they bring and that they that what you gain is just as equal as what you give and I just I just really appreciate 
um, how you said that. So thank you so much. Mia, um, I want to talk to you um, about your experience and how it's changed you and kind of what you've learned about yourself. So the experience has changed me to see the world in a different standard. As some people would see the world as just a place that we live in and not think about those who are with us. As people have different lives and opportunities, not many people would be able to afford or get this said opportunity. This experience shows the duality of how different lives everyone can have. It was an eye-opening experience because we get to see that us students are more privileged than the others. We see that we are more privileged than we thought to be. I've learned that we as people should be mindful and try to help the people who are in need of help and opportunities that can be taken away from them, as I am lucky to be in a good position for learning and living. I've learned that I should be grateful with what I have now and try to achieve to help those others by service. This experience impacted me to be more passionate about doing service and helping others. Even if they're like, let's just say, if their mental stability is not good, that is also in need of help. Nor if I even know the subject of the thing that they want help with. I am willing to help them in any case, really. For me, my life goals is still pretty much remains the same. Maybe like more into the service and trying to go and help people physically as I want to make an impact on those that need help and they are hopefully willing to accept the help that we are giving to them. Students like me uh, are more privileged and would, and us students should really just, sometimes us students get their opportunities handed to us instead of earning it. Some of our parents give us the opportunity and spend a lot of money on us, even though there are those out there who deserve the same treatment and like the spendings to get these opportunities. I plan as a person uh, to do service using my privilege to give other opportunities. I want to do it. I won't do nearly anything for it giving my stuff, sharing knowledge, renovating places, and using my privilege that I have now to my advantage and helping others that are sadly in tougher situations than I am in. I'd say that we should be aware of what we're putting up to these people who are helping and be mindful about the situation that they're in. Thank you so much, Mia. I love that you connected um, what you're learning, not only to, you know, understanding your own situation better, um, but understanding the needs of others. Um, that's so powerful and important um, when we're doing work with the community. Thank you for sharing your story. Gui, can you talk about um, what you've um, been learning, kind of what's worked, what what hasn't worked? So there are like actually like a few things that I've like learned from like participating in both service trip, either within the school or outside of school. I learned that there are millions upon millions of people who are still in need, despite like uh, our society being very, very much more advanced in these past decades. Still, there are those who are still in need of support, whether it's funding, activities, 
treatment both physically or mentally. This like really says a lot about our world that even though things may look like they're better, there's still a great magnitude of things that could be done to support individuals and communities internationally and locally. I would like, I'd say also another lesson that we have learned that's, I think it's pretty crucial came from our most recent service trip, which is the week we share trip. Like during this trip, it's like a pretty long journey. Like we took, we ride cars outside of the city and start trekking up mountains to our destination. So the thing is, after we arrived, um, we started off with like activities for uh, like the students there where we have like plan weeks and weeks prior to the event like it, if i remember correctly it was activities that involved like educational games or was physical activities um through this experience i found out the hard way and very quickly that some ideas don't generally translate directly to practice and can be at times like really difficult than we anticipated especially like on the spot like particularly with dealing with like a large group of children in a new and unfamiliar environment. Say like, for example, the activity that I'm in charge of, which is the ping pong relay game, start off pretty much very roughly. Like the student in the first group were like the hardest to both explain the rules and organize the game itself. However, as like things go on, like we start to like get in the flow with how we do stuff. So we were able to like improvise and like structure out the game for the rest of the groups, which makes the game more enjoyable and engaging for the students. This like, this part of the whole journey really highlights the importance of like adaptability and perseverance when we're like working in a service context. But however, I do believe like uh, with the skill it's also useful for like other aspects in life too, say cooperation with other people, it doesn't necessarily have to be service too. Overall, I gained like valuable like insight through my experiences. And I have like developed planning skills, organization, as well as teamwork, like working with my colleagues to for the activities uh, that will serve me pretty much well in the future. And if things go for worse, Here's a lesson. If things goes for worse, there's still hopes in turning it around. Thank you so much, Gui. I have to say, so I have worked with large groups of, um, of students, and so I truly appreciate what you learned. Yeah, adaptability, huge factor when you're working with large groups of students. So, um, so thank you. Thank you for sharing and um, uh, the skills that you've gained and the insights from your experience. I deeply connect with that. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Zern, I want to come back to you and talk about, um, uh, Gui just mentioned teamwork. And um, what is it like working in a team when you want to create meaningful change? And what have you learned about your own personal leadership through these experiences? For me personally, I think I have learned big five things. The first thing is preparation is one of the most important things because to be honest, in this We Give, We Share project, which uh, we have some time to prepare, but well, actually not, not enough for the time that we will prepare some activities for the students there. Um, 
we're not even like saw the picture of how the place will be like yet so that when the times that we arrive there we actually quite like uh, a bit confusing and a bit nervous so there's a lot of improvisation that got to do like what gui says and um one of the i don't want to say it's a problem but it's quite a big deal for us is um most of them are burmese students which is most of them can also speak and listen to thai but also like some of them also like don't understand thai and english too so we need to find a way to communicate or ask like the senior of their schools to explain to them so for the most important first important thing is we should have like a preparation well enough research which is can manage the people to do that and divide in the group work second is communication and collaboration since we doing in the team right so there's a lot of people with lots of different idea communication is the key that we need to get everyone to have the same level of idea or the same picture in their head that this is what we are going to do and how it's going to be like if like we have different ideas and we 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 don't have like a middle uh like a core to 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 stick with so it's kind of like separate away <laughs> yeah so communication and collaboration is the keys mm. The third thing is, I learned that trust is one of the most important things, because uh, for for this project it's quite easy because we all are friends and we know each other. We go in a group and it's quite fun to work with friends. But if we're getting uh, if we become adults and work with other people, trust is, I think trust is really an important thing because uh, there's some work that we need to assign or give to some person to do it like for 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 this project we need to split in different groups and do different activities or maybe like ask someone to go do something and we need to trust also trust them that they they're going to be able to make it work so trust is one of the most important thing because if you don't have trust in your friends sometimes uh will be like kind of uh put a pressure on them and it will make like in the, the environment of of the teamwork is not really really good because like when one is starting to put a pressure that you must be able to do this and you can't fail it it start to like it start to be more serious and serious and some of some of the people or the people that have that pressure might don't want to do it or like rushing it so trust is one of the most important things next is respect because respect i i think respect is important because when we work in a team we have different ideas or people might want to do different things so we need to sometimes respect their choice too because we can't do everything we want when we working as a team so yeah i think this is the four things I forget uh, number five, what I'm about to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's for, thank you. I think you, yeah. you covered so many great um, points yeah. and I really appreciate that um, 
that deep dive into trust and what it takes. And when you're, you, you guys have described like working, you know, you're working with students um, where there's language barriers and you have to be adaptable and flexible. But if you don't trust one another and know that each of you is going to do your part, then, you know, that would be a, not a fun experience. Definitely. Um, it would probably be a lot more um, scary to yeah. be going someplace and not know that, yeah, <laughs> your yes. friends, your friends are doing their part. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, Zern. Thank you. Uh, Karan, I'm going to come back to you and um, similar questions. Um, what, what new skills have you learned because of this? And um, what's it been like recruiting other young people um, to be part of the work that you're doing? Uh, sure, I'd greatly answer your question. Uh, honestly speaking, doing service learning takes a lot of teamwork skills. You have to be patient. You have to be cooperative. You have to have good problem solving and critical thinking skills. You have to be dedicated to the group. And I think that the most important would be the skills of adaptability and flexibility. Um, during our visit at the school, we learned how to talk with each other about what was important as SISB students and why. It was really fun that we all got to work on what we wanted to. We learned, uh, wait, uh, let me rephrase this. We were much more engaged in our own learning. We learned the process of problem solving and we also spent time getting to know each other. We also analyzed issues and their complexities. Together with our service partner, we looked up at ways of finding solutions. When they didn't work, we came up with new ones. What we did was we looked at different issues collaboratively with our service partner that concerned the kids and how it was making a difference in their lives. And I think you'll agree with me that we can't change the world in one day, right? But what we can do is to look for better solutions. And that's what we did. We gave constructive feedback within our group. Mm, yeah, within our group and across groups. We identified stakeholders and mapped the power relationships. And I deeply think this service learning project taught all of us about solidarity, sustainability in a global society. Coming to the next part of your question. Well, I can say that recruiting young people to participate in a service learning project is both rewarding and challenging. Rewarding in the sense that there is a big opportunity to share the benefits of service learning with a wider audience as they provide freedom to make a positive impact in the community and developing new skills and building meaningful relationships with others. However, recruiting new students can obviously be challenging as there may be a number of obstacles that need to be overcome in order to engage and motivate young people. For example, lack of awareness, lack of interest, busy schedules, and transportation. Despite these challenges, in my opinion, I would suggest that recruiting new students to participate in a service learning project can be incredibly rewarding. By sharing the benefits of service learning with others, we are helping to create a culture of community engagement and social responsibility that can have a positive impact on the lives of young people and the communities we serve. Thank you. 
Thank you so much, Karan. Um, I love when you said that um, that you're engaged in your own learning. Um, there was a lot of a lot of amazing um, reflection in what you just spoke to, but that that really um, spoke to me, and that we are helping others to create a culture of community engagement and social responsibility, which is. Um, it's the why, it's the heart of service learning. So thank you for sharing that reflection with us. Mia, um, how about you? What have you learned about um, the need for young people to share their voices? And what issues do you think are most important to, to young people right now? Uh, I personally think that young people should be able to raise their voice on their problems and issues. They should have the voice to say so as we don't know what's going on in their lives. Uh, nor do they want to speak up, though it is greatly appreciated that they speak up. As it is important that they voice it out for us to understand what they're going through. We basically would understand their point of view the more if we let them like voice out their concerns and whatever they're trying to tell us. I think that the biggest problem of them is trying to convince themselves to speak up on this matter, as some is afraid that they would get either ignored or judged by others with like more privilege than them. Their problems is like voicing their own issues out, which can be like can it be helped? Yes, it can be helped by people who are like willing to listen and trying to raise awareness for it. Some of them are not really willingly to be quiet about it, but some would also keep quiet about it since a lot of people, if they did tell like their friends or something, no one's really going to try and help them in a way. And we as people are willing trying to make a difference and change that factor. The reason I believe it's so important that we people can bring awareness to it and give the attention to this problem that these young students or even older students are facing, a way you, like we can create an environment for them that would be like comfortable for these students to speak up on their problems. The problems should be spoken about and should be raised awareness from those with like more privilege as like if we have more privilege, the more people that are willing to listen and to the issues properly and then raise awareness. It will take some time, but if we're like raise more and more voices into issues with like lacking stuff like live for living opportunities and all then we are assured that a lot more like people who are in higher classes will be able to help these type of people. Um, though I would like to say for anyone who's like struggling out there, I would like to say just take your time to think about your decision. Think about who would you tell? How would you tell them? And how do you make yourself like raising your voice into this problem and make people help you in a way. I'm sure that everyone can do it. It just takes a lot of time and consideration on this matter. 
Thank you so much, Mia. I think you spoke really well to needing to create that space and culture so that young people feel supported and sharing their voices. Thank you for sharing. Um, Gui, um, I'm going to come back to you um, for a minute. What do you want to tell our, tell, um, our listeners? Um, what do you want them to remember after listening to this podcast? Ah, yes. My grand monologue for tonight. <laughs> Let's Go it for it. Way. It's all you. All right. So for anyone who's like partaking service in like any form, whether it's like uh, helping like a homeless shelter, helping animals, planting trees, like the thing is keep at it. Never, I repeat, never let your contributions to this world fade away as we opt to stand together and solve the issue on hand that plague our present generation as well as providing the new dawn to the next generation that hopefully will pick up our pieces gather them up together and prosper it far in the future forevermore like it doesn't matter if you're standing alone on this lifelong path of service. It really doesn't matter on service of what kind. At least you're knowing you're contributing to something to your local or international community, whether on like a gigantic scale or like a small one. It doesn't matter at all. To me, all that matters is the impact, which at times could be very minute even to some point, perhaps even negligible. However, this, that smallest act of kindness is the fuel to compassion, the fuel for the lantern that will light up the darkest time. I want you to know this, but you, I want people to be the reason for someone to live on. It's like those action that inspires people, that motivates them, that keep them going as keep them going far into the future. And as for like those who are still like unsure where to start, those who are still confused, those who like are pretty much nervous to get into these kind of thing, just take a look at your surrounding. Take a deep breath, look around and ask yourself, what is there? that you can do to change for the better? What can you as a person do to light up someone's day? It doesn't necessarily have to be a grand scheme thingy, like building a homeless shelter in your area or like an eight hour long trip to like a place far from support. It could just be the smallest thing such as helping your family to cook food or helping someone to get across the street. To me, that's just enough. Uh, it's just those small things, those tiny little things that would help you as a person realize the joy, the fulfillment, and the desire to change the world. As the old saying goes, actions leads to motivation, not the other way around. So don't wait for the opportunity or the motivation to strike. Pick up your pick it up. Uh, I suggest pick it pick like pick the opportunities up yourself. Start doing it. Start with like a small act of kind of kindness and service, and let that inspire you to be to continue making the difference on this world. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for Thank you so much for sharing that. I um, I think that uh, your voice is definitely going to be that ripple effect. So <laughs> thank you um, so much, Gui, for sharing. Thern, how about you? What advice would you give to young people um, who have an idea that could bring about change? What advice would you would you give to them? So change is a big word and it's one of the most difficult thing that I think human can do. Change is like, it's something that different. So change can be like as small as every day you go buy a coffee and then one day the doctor just tell you like, it's not, you gotta change to drink some tea. And the next morning you gotta change from the coffee to buy a tea. So you, you have to uh, get through your fear, making your decision like which tea are you going to choose and like it's trying a new thing you're not even like you don't know how the tea even tastes like so it's might it's might not be like a really uh, obvious example but that is little change and there's also be a big change like uh change of uh changing the world helping children uh try to improve the world to be a better place changing uh, global warming issues. So change is, change is quite a big thing. Uh, we need to give a lot of energy, a lot of passion, a lot of discipline to, to make the change. So, but the first thing that you need to get through is your fear and your heart because everything will not work out if yourself not believe in it. So first advice would be don't be scared and believe in yourself and believe in your ideas. Some people have like really good ideas to, to bring a change, but they might feel like they might be different from others and that scared them to stand up for something that actually good and something that right. So I would say believe in yourself and the great things take time. You you, if you want to bring a brick change or, or a big project, it's not going to be done in one day. You need a collaborative and you need to work on it. You need to put an effort on it. But it all just started. You believe in yourself and you believe that it will work. I'm not even like, uh, believe that I will be able to like get through the moment that I need to go lead the kids in we give we care we, we give we share project to do an activities i have a lot of fear to like grab the mic and then speak to them but since i get through that moment it's just like just ourselves that scare and then i started to enjoy it so the first thing would be trust in yourself believe in yourself um second thing is you got uh have a discipline and you gotta put an effort on it. Everything is like not just snapping the finger or like write, writing the plans in the, in the, in the document and everything gonna go as a plan. There's a lot of work to, to put in. So as a school motto in this year, we need to run the reins of perseverance, which means like uh, we, need, we need to keep going with it until the day that we achieve the goals and also that the journey is also it's what matters not 
about the goals and it's the journey. So keep going. Yeah. So this is the two things. Believe in yourself and yeah, run the ranks of perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so yeah. much, Cern. I love too that you said, um, I heard you say, um, start small, believe in yourself and lead with your heart. Um, so oh. that's, as you were speaking, that's, that's what I was hearing from you. So thank you so much yeah. for sharing. Thank you. <laughs> Karan, um, what are your reflections from today's show? And how would you like to continue to lift up the power of young people? Uh, well, talking about today's show, let me first thank my teachers, school and parents who have trusted me and given me this opportunity to reflect on my learning and growth through this program. I think this is the best part where we really get to know why we are here and try to summarize the reflections on what we have been learning about all about the subject. And I believe this is where it all comes together. Speaking on a prestigious podcast about the service learning program is really a rewarding experience for me. It has not only allowed me to share my story, but given me this platform where I can reflect on my experiences, understand my roles, and connect with others who share the same passion for service and making a difference in the world. I think today's show will have a huge impact on the minds of younger generations who are listening at the moment. It will help to bring a strong network of like-minded individuals who can support each other in their efforts to make a positive difference in the world. Well, coming to the second part, how am I going to lift the power of young people? Frankly speaking, I have no idea how to do that. But what I know is that today's younger generation would want, would want us to change the world. They are very fearless, brave, impetuous, dynamic, and self-confident. The kids at Bansameyai school, they couldn't speak English. But on the other hand, being a non-Thai student, I cannot speak Thai. But somehow, we were able to communicate as we both were learning from each other. We both got the way out to grow together. So, in the end, I believe that young people have the ideas, the creativity, and great energy to shape a better world if they put the effort and time and dedication on it. Young people are full of hope, and through innovation and imagination, they are problem solvers and have a great potential to generate a positive social change in the world. That's all. Thank you. Definitely not all. Karan, that was, that was um, beautifully said. Um, I love that um, you talked about a younger, the younger generation wants to change the world. They want to be fearless and brave, impetuous, dynamic, and self-confident. Um, I couldn't agree more. And I think that's why we're headed in such an amazing direction with all of you young leaders making the changes that you're making in the world. Mia, I'm going to come back to you now and ask you to think about um, what advice you would give to educators who are thinking about providing students with these type of service learning experiences, and maybe even the administrators in the schools who, um, who can support the teachers, um, what advice would you give, give to those adults? Uh, for me, the advices I would give to teachers and school administrators 
I would say I would recommend to find students who are very passionate about service、It、can be a great way for them to in, be involved and invest in making a difference into the world. These students may have a personal connection to cause to a cause or an issue that they're trying to change, or they may just have a very strong desire to help others. They can bring their own unique perspectives and ideas to the table, and their enthusiasm can be contagious, inspiring all the other people who are probably going to join in the group to be more passionate about this. It's also important to create a supportive environment, that where students feel comfortable sharing their ideas and concerns. This can include open communication channels, regular check-ins, and opportunities for feedback and reflection. By creating a sense of community and collaboration, you can help, like anyone in the group of the students, feel more connected to the work. They're what they're doing, and encourage them to stay engaged long term, and even to the second generations or generations afterwards. In addition, it's important to recognize that service work can take many different forms. Not all city students will be interested in the same types of activities. Some more are more willing to like go like. Directly and physically into doing service projects like volunteering at like a food bank or a shelter, going to like schools and trying to help out what they're trying to like help out the school, while others may prefer to advocacy work or fundraising initiatives. Basically, kind of just like gaining and raising awareness towards this type of group of students that are like trying to help out the world. Or just like gaining money for all the others to fund their projects, by offering a range of options and opportunities, you can help students find a role that suits their interests and strengths. Finally, it's important to emphasize the value of service, rather than just focusing on external rewards like certificates or awards. By highlighting the personal growth, learning, and fulfillment that can come from helping others, you can help students see the broader impact of their work and motivate them to continue making a difference throughout their lives. Thank you. Thank you so much, Mia. I love、um, that you、um, connected everything back to creating that that space for young people to share their voice, to have a choice in what they're doing, to connect to their own personal passions, and. And that there are really important、um, outcomes that young people gain from having these service learning experiences. You know, I just want to thank each of you for joining me on the show today.、Um, each of you is fearless, brave, impetuous, dynamic, and self-confident. I can see it exuding from you. Your work is inspiring, and it's truly changing the world. I also want to thank the Singapore International School of Bangkok for all their great service learning opportunities that they're providing for their students. They are an amazing model for what education can and should look like for K-12 students around the globe. And a special thank you and shout out to BD.、Um, their service learning work、um, is. Because of this amazing leader, it's her hard work and dedication. So, Beatty, thank you for working with me to help share these amazing stories. And as always. 
thank you all for joining us and please join us as we serve, learn, change the world. Thank you.